Hi, this is Dee, and you're listening to my podcast, Let Me Clear My Throat. Um, today in my podcast, I'm really not for sure what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> um, usually, I just start talking and I get onto a subject and it's just whatever pops in my head. So sometimes it's a good thing and maybe sometimes it's not such a good thing. Sometimes it's boring. Um, but there's always a party going on inside my head. So um, <clears throat> anyway, um, I was doing some thinking. Um, <laughs> scary thought. <laughs> um that's where the smoke was coming from. If anybody saw ambulances and smoke, it was because I was thinking and the smoke was coming out of my head. <laughs> um, anyway, <clears throat> um, so I don't know if you're if you're like me or not uh, in the sense of holidays, um, you know, Christmas time, Thanksgiving, New Year's and stuff. This, this time of year is very, very difficult for me. Um, <clears throat> my grandson, um, his birthday, I've talked about my grandson before, my grandson passed away in 2016, um, died on my birthday, um, and his birthday was, uh, November the 6th, and, uh, so November is very, kind of difficult for me, and then, of course, you got Thanksgiving, um, also added in there, then you got Christmas, um, then you got New Year, and then, of course, my birthday is in January, which is also the anniversary of my grandson's death. But add into the mix um, the death of my dad. He died January the 7th, um, about a year and a half ago. It'll be two years this January. <clears throat> Hard to believe. It's already been two years. Uh, missed that man tremendously. Um, but anyway, this time of year is very, very difficult for me. I, um, I, I stopped doing the holidays after my grandson died. Um, I really was even reluctant to put a tree up, and which really was difficult, um, now looking back on it, it was very difficult, um, that I added pain onto my youngest daughter unintentionally by not acknowledging the holidays and not acknowledging life, really, because there was just so much devastation going on in my life. I really didn't know how to handle, um, anything. Um, and I handled everything pretty much completely wrong, um, if not at all. And, um, depression and grief and anxiety, um, trigger points, um, all that stuff. It's, it's just a huge factor, um, of my life and it has been pretty much my demise. And, um, but it has also been, um, the strength that I'm trying to build from and my determination on trying to rebuild myself as a human being, um, as a mother, as a grandmother, as a daughter, um, as a, as just, as a woman, um, just generally as, as a person and somebody who is taking space up and oxygen up in this world without like, without feeling like I, um, and taking away by being in this world from somebody else, if that makes any sense. Um, maybe I need to explain it differently. Um, <clears throat> I have been to the point in my life where I've been in the darkest parts that I have felt like maybe the world would be better off without me. And maybe people would be happier without me in it. And um, I have felt alone. I have felt 
abandoned. I felt lost. I felt um, misguided, mistreated, abused, <clears throat> uh, neglected. Um, I have felt unwanted, unworthy. I have felt ugly, fat, um, hideous. I used to call myself an ogre. <laughs> um, all these emotions. And um, <clears throat> I would actually just cry uh, uncontrollably sometimes um, to the air, basically. And I used to have this saying, um, you know, why why talk to the air? The air don't care. Or why cry to the air? The air don't care anyway. <clears throat> and I used to talk out loud all the time uh, to myself, actually. <laughs> um, just because I'm one of those people, if I got something running through my mind, I <clears throat> I'm very verbal. And when I got something in my mind, it's very hard for me to contain it. And um, <clears throat> I don't really know what kind of classification someone could say that would be. <clears throat> but it's me. That's my classification. It's me. And I would get to the point where I would talk out loud to myself. I would talk to myself. I'd laugh at my jokes. Um, I would cuss myself out. I would yell at myself. I'd put myself down. I would um, make fun of myself. I, you know, I'd call myself names. Um, <clears throat> I would self-harm myself uh, a lot. And um, <clears throat> I, I got to the point in my life where it was starting to get to the point where <clears throat> I stopped talking. I stopped talking out loud, and I I I talk to myself in my head now, <clears throat> more so. And you know, before everybody say, "Who are you talking to?" You know, oh, I'm talking to myself. You know, or they say, "You're weird. You're crazy. You know, whatever." And um, now I, I I pretty much keep to myself, and I talk to myself, and I keep it in my head, and nobody notices. And um, sometimes I feel like I'm going to implode. And like I've said before, if I talk out loud, people think I'm crazy. If I talk in my head, I make myself crazy. And um, I'm trying to get to the point where I'm quietly trying to teach myself to stop abusing myself, <clears throat> to stop judging myself, to stop self-harming myself to stop calling myself names, to stop thinking that the world is better off without me, to stop thinking that um, people would be happy if I was just gone out of their life permanently because they don't want to be in my life um, <clears throat> now while I'm alive, so why would they care if I was gone, you know, not here. Maybe I should make everybody happy and just go, you know, and... Um, That really took me in my life to very dark places. And, um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm trying to start crying. <sighs> this is just me, and I do cry in my podcast periodically, and 
<clears throat> excuse me, I just speak from my heart. I speak what I feel. And um, it's very difficult. It's very difficult to explain and put into words an emotion that is so severing and so altering that it inflicts such deep chaotic and sporadic wounds deep into parts of my body that I don't ever even know exist and um, I'm trying to teach myself <clears throat> that while I can't heal the scars and make them go away I'm trying to put band-aids on them if you will and medicate them uh, not necessarily medicate let me rephrase that uh-huh um, try to acknowledge them <clears throat> in a healthy manner and um, so every time <clears throat> and this might take the rest of my life to do actually um, which is okay it's okay because that's what I need to do <clears throat> excuse me my throat is very dry I'm sorry um, I'm trying to teach myself that for every negative thing that I have said to myself, done to myself, uh, thought about myself, or allowed to um, overtake me <coughs> in a negative manner, um, I have been trying to teach myself to counteract that and try to do it in a positive way of positive reinforcement uh, for myself, for my own self-esteem my own self-worth, my own self-sanity, um, my, uh, I'm trying to make my head a safe haven for myself. I'm trying to make my head, my mind a safe place. <clears throat> you ever see those places that got the little stickers on side of the buildings that says safe place, you know, <clears throat> um, that's what I'm trying to do for my head. That's what I'm trying to do for my mind. That's what I'm trying to do for my, my well-being. And um, <clears throat> it's been a struggle. And then I, th I throw the holidays in there, and it's trigger after trigger after trigger. And working through those triggers alone, people just don't <clears> – let <throat> me rephrase that. I don't want to say that. <clears throat> I don't feel that people understand the magnitude – that it takes to overcome to overcome such a level <clears throat> it's like throwing yourself down into a dark canyon with no tools no resources no light no direction, feeling your way around in the dark without getting discouraged, <clears throat> without pricking yourself, without, um, without anything. And you're in this dark cavern, this dark hole, this dark abyss. <clears throat> and the eye of that abyss 
is the only way out of it. And it's a very dark place to be. And sometimes that eye is not a very big place. You might be able to only squeeze your, your pinky out of it. <coughs> or maybe one fault. You might be able to squeeze one, one fault through it. But, um, I've been doing that. And, um, I'm pretty freaking proud of myself. If nobody else knows, and if nobody else sees it, or nobody else even gives a care, <coughs> I do. And the first time in my life, I can actually honestly say that and not be lying. And I'm teaching myself <coughs> that it's okay to love myself. It's okay to give myself a compliment. It's okay to disagree with myself, but that doesn't mean i got to put myself down for it. It's okay to remind myself that I'm a human being and I make mistakes and I don't make the best decisions based on things that maybe I've never experienced before and don't quite know how to handle and may handle it very wrong. <clears throat> I try to remind myself that it's okay to get knocked down just don't stay there. Don't roll over and, and die and let it kill you. Pull yourself up with everything you got, even if it's just one step at a time, one tiptoe at a time, one half a breath of a time. <clears throat> as long as I'm trying, then I'm doing. And as long as I'm doing, And I'm still here. And <clears throat> it's sad to think, and it's very heartbreaking to feel <clears throat> that I have been to a point in my life that I thought that there was no other option in this world than to kill myself. I didn't want to die. I just wanted the pain to stop. I just wanted the pain to quit. I wanted the, 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 the thoughts and the trauma and the triggers to go away. It doesn't mean I wanted to die. But I thought there was no other way. There was no other option. There's no way in this world <coughs> that anybody in this world would understand what I was feeling. That nobody in this world cared. And that nobody in this world <laughs> wanted me anymore. I didn't even want me. I would look in the mirror and I didn't even know that person I was looking at. And I would just see this this vision, this reflection change. <clears throat> I would see this stranger 
that shared the same identity as my reflection, looking back at me. <clears throat> and I didn't know who they were. I didn't know what they represented. And sometimes I couldn't even believe some of the things <clears throat> that my reflection was trying to tell me. All these years of buildup over the years of all of society, all of my family, all of the people that I, I relationships I've been in, my own, my own relatives, my own friends, <clears throat> all that piled up <clears throat> into growing up. That's who I was. That was the reflection staring back at me. But much more. And it was the parts of those. <clears throat> those pieces. That I wanted to stop hurting me. I actually. I've never told anybody this. That I am going to tell the world. <clears throat> you know one time I googled. How to. Um inject rubbing alcohol in me, in my veins, and what that would be like, or to drink it. Um, I would look up different ways on um, how to self-harm myself. I would look at ways on um, anything. I would take the little quizzes, how to tell if, if somebody don't like you, how to tell if you're this, how to tell if somebody, um, you know, what you can do to make somebody want you, um, how to be prettier, watch tutorials on how to make myself prettier, how I could be thinner, how I, I could be more smarter, <clears throat> how I could be less and less and less me, and then maybe somebody might want me. Maybe somebody might care about how I was feeling. Maybe somebody might somebody might want to stay in my life and it's not because they have to. It's because they wanted to. And um <clears throat> I've been to the point where <clears throat> I have developed a variety of ways to try to cope. Some of them have not been good choices. Some of them have <coughs> some of them have almost gotten the depth of me, death of me. Literally. But yet killed me figuratively. And um I don't need to explain that to anybody. <clears throat> I shouldn't have to explain that to anybody. I should not have to go into details on <clears throat> my mistakes in life. I should not have to go into detail on <sighs> everything negative. 
why can't I go in depth on things that are positive? Why can't I go in depth on things that have, have had positive reactions to me? Things that have, have had reasons to make me smile and make me laugh. Instead of reasons that have made me cry, cover my head, and... <clears throat> Think of alternative ways to not be here. Some people in my life have had perfect timings. And they don't even know it. Um, perfect timings. And um, I say that now. There have been times that I have cried so uncontrollably that I have made myself sick. I have cried so hard <coughs> and so loud, but nobody heard me. Not the way I needed them to. Except now I cry inside my head, but I do it softly in the background of my mind because that's where I'm trying to put it. <laughs> and maybe that doesn't make sense. Because to say, oh, you shouldn't put it in the back of your mind, you know, push it away, you know, whatever you need to deal with it, you need to confront it, you need to talk about it, you need to get it out there. No. No, I don't. Because <clears throat> I've tried that. I've tried that. Nobody wanted to hear it. Nobody needed to hear it. It was too heavy for other people to hear. Um, or... I did say it, and nobody could hear me, because I was screaming so loud that it made everybody deaf to my sound, if that makes any sense. Oh, here goes Dee again. She's always got something to say. She's always got to have the last word. She's all the time crying. She's all the time, you know, talk. it's always about her. It's all about her. It's all about her pain, her suffering, what she's going through. Blah, 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 blah. <coughs> no. I have always... I can't say that. That's not always true. I mentally have always put myself last. I mentally have always put myself behind everyone else. Whether I've come across that way or not has not always been accurate. But here today, I sit in this room. I watch these squiggly lines go across my screen. <coughs> and I thought to myself, <coughs> what do I want to talk about today? I have no idea. 
I guess um, I needed to reflect on that for a moment. <laughs> I um, I don't know. This time of year is so hard. And um, I miss when I was a kid. I miss when I would go to my grandparents' house. And we would have big get-togethers. And we would have big dinners. And we would have family. It was actually family. <clears throat> and, you know, I, I lost my grandparents. All of them are gone. I miss them terribly. I do. I, um... My first grandfather died in 1986. <coughs> he died of colon cancer. Two years later, my second grandfather died. <coughs> Same month, just three days later from my first grandpa. Um, of colon cancer. Years later, I lost one of my grandmothers. an aneurysm. She had a seeping aneurysm in the center of her head. And um, they couldn't, uh, they put a coil in to try to stop the bleeding and could not bring her back. She uh, went into hospice and never woke. <coughs> she went in on Easter and passed away on Mother's Day. Um, my second grandmother passed away uh, years after that and um, now family is just it takes on a whole new meaning if you will and it's not a good one it takes on the meaning of relatives A room full of people that are doing a duty call <coughs> because it's a holiday. A room full of people that maneuver the holiday get together so they don't have to see other family members, other relatives. They maneuver the holidays to not include people in their holiday. And they maneuver people in their lives that they wish were still there. Because they lost them, they're gone. They passed away. Or they went away, or they're um, in the military and maybe um, <coughs> deployed, or their parents or grandparents, or their brothers or sisters or their children or whoever are not in the mental capacity or... Um, Maybe some are incarcerated. 
maybe some are in nursing homes. And the holidays are just not what they used to be. But you know what? In years that I didn't do holidays, after my grandson passed away, all the holidays that I took away from my my youngest daughter unintentionally, I can't give those back to her. And I have such big remorse over that so much. In my life, I have done so much that was out of my control mentally and emotionally and even physically at times. But then I finally did Christmas two Christmases ago. And, um, I was pretty proud of myself. I haven't dressed up <coughs> at work. I was a therapist for autistic kids. And, um, I dressed up at, as, at work. Have my little elf ears on and my Christmas decor. <coughs> we even had a door decorating contest. And I decorated, went all out on it. And, um, worked very hard on it. And, um, bought gifts and really got into it the best I could. I mean, I really did. And I was so proud of myself. And my dad was alive then. My stepdad, he was alive then. <clears throat> and he said, told my mom that it was the best Christmas he'd ever had. And he was really proud of me. He was really proud of me. Because he knew how hard it was for me to get to that point in my life. And I actually had a really good Christmas with him. <laughs> And two weeks later, he died. Two weeks later, he passed away. Making meatballs at 10.30 in the morning with my mom <coughs> in the kitchen. <coughs> and before noon could even strike noon. They had already pronounced him dead and had taken him away. And I tried so hard to give him CPR. I tried so hard to save him. The medics worked so hard on him. It was in God's hands. <coughs> and last year was the first year that my mom had to do Christmas without him. And I was determined not 
not to not celebrate. I was determined to still celebrate Christmas. Because <coughs> I was trying to give her whatever I could give her. Because I knew, I knew the emotion behind the grief. I don't necessarily know her pain, but I know the emotion. <laughs> and um, this year, this year is going to be a hard Christmas for me. Um, I don't really want to go into details why. Just some very important key players in my life. <clears throat> I don't say key players, that's not right. Some very important people that I love. That mean so much to me. <coughs> are not able to spend the holiday with me. For reasons, many reasons that I'm not going to go into. <coughs> and I respect that. But it hurts. And I'm trying really hard to still do the holidays the best I can with my mom. <coughs> and um, and in two weeks after Christmas well actually that's not true. A week after Christmas, I'm going to try to figure out how to get into a new year. <coughs> and then a week after that, I'm going to try to figure out how to help my mom through the anniversary of her husband's death. And then a couple weeks after that, <coughs> I'm going to have to figure out how to manage to get through the anniversary of my grandson's death and my birthday. And you know what? I'm determined to do it. I am not going to give life the chance to outlive me. If that makes any sense. <coughs> not intentionally anyway. I'm a good person. I make mistakes. <coughs> I make a lot of mistakes. I'm not a perfect parent. I'm not a perfect grandmother. I'm not a perfect daughter. I haven't been a perfect wife or girlfriend. I haven't been a, per a perfect friend. I haven't been a perfect sister. I haven't been a perfect human being. <coughs> I 
but I know that. Can I change it? I'm never going to be perfect. But I'm striving very hard to remember that I don't need to be perfect to be real. And I don't need to be perfect to be beautiful <coughs> inside and out. I don't need to be perfect to compliment, compliment myself. I don't need to be perfect to believe in myself and say nice things to myself. I don't need to be perfect to think that I am worthy to breathe and walk this earth just like every other human being. I don't need to be perfect to to feel like I deserve any less than anybody else in this world on happiness. <clears throat> and I don't need to be perfect to breathe. I don't need to be perfect to be me. I don't need to be perfect to have a good heart. And I don't need to be perfect to want to stay alive and live. I don't need to be perfect. Period. And I don't need to pretend that I'm anything less <clears throat> than me. I don't need to dumb myself down just to make somebody else feel smarter. But I don't need to poke at them because they don't know something. Or they don't understand. Or maybe they just don't care. Or maybe it's too much for them to handle. Or whatever the case may be. I don't need to belittle myself to make somebody else feel taller on their negativity, on their mean words, on their, their lack of understanding and kindness, on their judgment, on thinking that they're perfect. And I need to treat them as such. <clears throat> I don't need those kinds of people in my life. And this doesn't go. There's a fine line between it all. Because <clears throat> I've got relatives. I've got lots of relatives. There are a dime a dozen. My family's not so big. And the ones that I have in my family, I miss tremendously. 
because why I might know where I am with myself. <clears throat> I don't know where they are with me. Because I've hurt them over the years. In one way or another, I've, I've unintentionally hurt them. When I lost myself. And I can't take that back. But I pray so hard. Find a way to forgive me for all the pain that they have endured, that they continue to work through, that their life continues to trigger. I pray that they can see me with a new reflection. The way I'm so, so, so wholeheartedly trying to reflect from myself. You know, um, I don't know what everybody's going through in their life. I don't know how the holidays are for you. Maybe you can't relate to any of this that I'm saying. Maybe this is a boring, boring podcast to you, and I apologize. But honestly, <clears throat> I don't do my podcast necessarily um, for everybody else. I do them for me. Because it's it's who I am. And, um, you know, I spent my time thinking to myself, who would want me? Who would want me? I'm a mental case. I'm messed up. I've been through some tragedies. I've hated myself. I've made a lot of mistakes. Um... (laughs) I have made some bad decisions. I'm not the most prettiest. I'm not the most thinnest. I'm educated, but um, <clears throat> maybe some people think I'm a smarty butt and um, think I'm a know-it-all. Uh, I talk too much. I make jokes at the wrong time. I try to make people laugh in, in, in times that it's not time to laugh um, because I try to lessen their pain. I've been abused, I've been neglected, I've been abandoned, I've been left behind, I've been manipulated, I've been raped, I've been stalked, I'm damaged, I'm damaged goods, 
And this is what I would tell myself. And I would cry this to my mother. And I would tell my mom. And I said this to her on my birthday last year. <clears throat> Who would want me? Because I could put myself all out there. Do all the right things. Be there. Give my all. The best I can. And in the end, what does it matter? I'm still left behind. I'm still abandoned. I'm still abused. I'm still neglected. I'm still treated like a piece of, of lingering poop on your toe that won't go away, that continues to stink. <coughs> that just lingers on and on and on with each step of my life I would take. What would, what's the good in it? What good does it do? Because in the end, it doesn't matter. This is what I would cry to my mom. And my mom can't handle listening to that. But I have nobody else to talk to, and she's my mom. And it was my birthday. It was my 50th birthday, and I was alone. <coughs> I sat out of my camper by myself, all alone on my 50th birthday. I went to the gas station and got two cupcakes. A pack, one pack of two cupcakes in it. And I gave one to my mom and one to me. And that was my birthday. But you know what? <coughs> I did it. I got up. I took a shower. I did my hair. I did my makeup. <coughs> I put a dress on. Looked like I was ready to go out on the town. <coughs> or to a nice dinner. <coughs> but instead, I went out to my camper. And I did nothing. I put my grandson's necklace on that has his ashes because, you know, it's his anniversary of his death, too. I took a picture of me <coughs> standing in front of the curio cabinet of my dad's picture of me and him. I took a picture of me kissing my grandson's necklace on my neck. <coughs> that was my 50th birthday. That was a milestone in my life. And I didn't even realize it. Until just now. <laughs> I didn't need a fancy party. I didn't need a bunch of gifts. I didn't need people calling me and singing to me. <coughs> I didn't need a candle on my birthday cake to blow out to make a wish. My gift for my birthday, my milestone to myself and to the world, to my grandson, <coughs> to my stepdad, I took another breath.
that I embrace today. Even if I was alone. I was alive. And <coughs> that's a big deal. <laughs> that's a big deal to me. Because you know how many birthdays I never did since my grandson passed away? How many birthdays my youngest daughter tried so hard to make special because she knew how hard it was for me to do? And the first birthday, she texted me and told me happy birthday. And that was it. She couldn't do it no more. It was too hard. It hurt her too much to see her mom that way. And you know what? <coughs> I'm so blessed. That she did. She was holding on to me. And letting herself go. And I was holding on. To I don't know. To the darkness. To the air. drowning in my tears and my sorrow. I was drowning in my pain. I was drowning in grief. <coughs> and grief is different than sadness. Grief is a lot different than sadness. It's not just sadness. It's not just depression. It's not. And if you have ever suffered any level of grief true, wholeheartedly true grief you understand that emotion and it's a dark place it's a very dark, dark place and I don't wish that on anybody And if you're going through something like that, <clears throat> I could say, please reach out to somebody. But the truth is, you probably already have tried. <clears throat> in one way or another, even if just in your mind, you've tried. And it got too loud in your head. Please don't give up. Please don't give up on yourself. If anything, listen to me tell you this. There is a way out of that darkness. I can't give you directions because I didn't know my own way. But I can tell you which way you don't want to go. 
don't go that way. <clears throat> Please don't ever go that way. You are more than what you feel. And you are way more than what everybody else has made you feel. If you don't like your reflection in the mirror, don't get a new you. Get a new mirror. Put post-it notes on that mirror if you need to. Positive things. Decorate it if you need to. Put some bling on it. Let it sparkle and shine. So you can see yourself bedazzle. But don't go that way. I promise you. I am living proof. In your ear. Right now. That knows you don't want to go that way. I don't want you to go that way. And if that's the only thing that you hold on to, then you hold on tight. You hold on tight and you pull yourself up. You pull yourself back up. straighten your your crown you straighten your tiara you push your horns down and you take a good solid breath and you for the first time in your suffocating you. You breathe. You take your breath. You take that deep breath and you excel it out. And you release in with the positive, out with the negative. Breathe in, breathe out. Relieve all doubt. That's what I say to myself. Shine bright like a diamond. Sparkle and shine. Whatever works for you. You step over. That bullshit. That is stuck to you like a piece of poop. That has just lingered and lingered and lingered on with you. It has made your surroundings and your life so unbearable to be able to stand to be around with. And you breathe over that step. <coughs> breathe through it. Breathe around it. Breathe in it. Embrace it. 
but don't dwell in it. Don't let that lingering piece of crap steal your breath away again. <coughs> I'm not saying it smells like roses. <laughs> That doesn't mean that it can't make great fertilizer to help you grow and bloom and prosper <coughs> and flourish. And be beautiful. step is always the hardest. <coughs> if you're self-medicating, <coughs> however you're doing it, please stop. Obviously, it's not working. Sometimes in life, you have to put down one thing to have multiple things. Instead of putting down multiple things to have one thing. You only have one life. <coughs> Don't let that five second or five minute high or item that you have um, five finger discounted or that alcohol that you have drowned yourself in or <coughs> the countless many of people you've slept with to feel something just to feel self that wanted <coughs> or the countless makeovers you've done to where you don't you're Google doesn't even recognize you when they try to do an image search. Don't filter yourself out to make yourself beautiful and worthy to a world that doesn't see you for the beauty you are naturally. <coughs> and don't that in the end it doesn't matter because I guarantee you it does it does matter you know why it matters <coughs> because you matter you matter do you hear me you matter
And if it makes people mad that you're alive, that's their problem. Not yours. If people don't like your hair, don't like your face, don't like your clothes, don't like your attitude, don't like you. <clears throat> okay. You can't change the way people act and think. But you can change and work on the way that you handle the way they make you feel when they on what they act and they think about you. Everybody's entitled to their opinions and their thoughts. That doesn't mean they have the right to be, be bullies and straight up assholes. <coughs> but at the same time too, doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. And doesn't mean that it's not convincing over time. Because if you hear it enough, then it must be, must be true, right? You're going to feel it. It's going to feel like it is. <coughs> you're going to look at that reflection in your mirror, and you're not going to know that person. But you know what? doesn't mean you can't get to know them. But it doesn't mean that you can't rebuild. Everything that has broke that person down. You wear your scars on the inside and the outside. <coughs> it's the ones on the inside that are self-inflicting. Like a domino effect. that's what it was and is with me. <coughs> it's a good thing that my grandfather, my first grandfather that passed away in 86, he taught me how to play dominoes. <laughs> I can still envision him to this day slinging his hand on the on the kitchen table. He always played cards. He taught us how to play cards. <coughs> I can play a mean game of um, spades, cribbage. I can play cribbage. I, I self-taught myself cribbage. Um, that one I taught myself. <clears throat> Go fish, crazy eights, um, hearts, um, double solitaire, solitaire. Um, let's see, what else can I, what can I pay? Um, 52 car pickup. <laughs> I played that one really good. <laughs> Nobody ever wants to play that one with me, though, anymore. I play war. Um. I can't play euchre. <clears throat> I and I say this because <clears throat> I tried to learn how to play euchre uh, one time, and the person that was teaching me is my ex-boyfriend years ago, back in the nineties, uh, ninety-five, ninety-six, and um, <clears throat> he was in an abusive uh, relationship. <laughs> Go figure. Um, but anyway. Uh, I tried to learn how to play Euchre with him and two other people. And he was supposed to be teaching me. And instead, he was yelling at me. And um, 
he was yelling at me the whole time. And he wasn't a very good teacher. And um, he just, he had me in tears. I was just, I felt so stupid. And I looked at him and I said, I will never play Euchre ever again. I, I will never do this. And I was traumatized so bad from a game of Euchre. <coughs> and uh, I remember my grandfather, um, they always played. They always played cards. And um, when us kids would come over, we'd play like uh, board, actual board games. We would play a Parcheesi, uh, Sorry. Um, we would play uh, dominoes all the time. We played dominoes all the time. Perfection, um, Operation, uh, Jaws, um, the Socket Boppets. Um, gosh, I, I don't even remember. Boggle. Um, <laughs> all those um, classics. <laughs> Because I'm classic. Um, <coughs> and I've said it before on one of my other podcasts. You know, I used to say I'm vintage. But um, I heard on a radio station, they say, all oh, classics all the time. And I knew all, almost all the songs. So I determined I'm classic with a splash of vintage on it. <coughs> and my mom's like, well, if you're, you're uh, vintage, what am I? I said, I don't know, antique? I mean, but it's, but hey, antique is priceless, right? I mean, it is. <coughs> my mother... <clears throat> my mother is priceless, and I cherish her. I do. I love her. I love my mother. Um, but I'm I'm a classic. So and everybody, I mean, and then I look at it. Hey, here's my compliment. Everybody loves a good classic, right? Classic movies, a classic car, a classic song. Um, you know, <clears throat> um, things from our generation are trying to come back. They need to bring back payphones. They need to bring back pagers. They need to bring back landline phones. <clears throat> they need to bring back um, times that you actually could go out in the world and, you know, your checkbook, <clears throat> write checks while you're staying in line. Everybody's in there tapping their feet, wait for you to write your check out so they can get behind you to write their check out. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but times when we weren't... Um, our life was not determined by technology. Our family was not dictated by technology. You know, <clears throat> um, you know, if you went out and about somewhere, <clears throat> you went to the store, you went to a friend's house or whatever, <clears throat> you had to wait till you get to that friend's house to be able to talk on the phone, like the landline phone, you know, or whatever. <clears throat> You weren't like your your cell phone didn't exist. You'd have to stop it, or you had a pager. You'd have to stop at the pay phone. Hope you had enough change so you could call back um, on the page. <coughs> and I always had a code on my pager um, for when I would call and give a number, and they would know it was me. My code was was D upside down. It was three three zero, which was D to me upside down. <laughs> and you know, like we'd spell out hello or shell oil or you know whatever, and you'd put the little code in and you turn up sign and it would spell a word. <coughs> <clears throat> oh, those were our days. <laughs> those were the classic days. Um, <clears throat> but those were the days when it was real. You know, that was days when family was still family. And um, my closest relative wasn't 
a computer. My closest relative wasn't a laptop. My closest relative wasn't uh, the latest iPhone. My closest relative wasn't my Game Boy or my whatever latest um, video game is or whatever now because I don't know because um, I'll still say Atari. <laughs> um, <coughs> um, you know, my, my, my closest relative wasn't a device that I had to I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm laughing in my head already because I just made a joke in my head. I already said what I was going to say. <laughs> but I mean this sincerely as a non-funny way. But if you take it funny, then your mind is already where mine is. Um, my closest relative is not somebody that I need to plug up, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> this is my life. This is me. <laughs> I'm warped. I am so, I'm, I'm a human being. I'm warped. I'm sorry. But it's true. It's true. You take it however you want. It's true. My closest relative was actually a human being back in the day when classic, when classic wasn't, when classic was real, you know, when times were real. I shouldn't have to do a reality check to remember what's real. I shouldn't have to be reminded to remember someone <coughs> when it's real. You know, I saw this this um, picture one time <coughs> in a magazine. <coughs> there was a uh, two kids. A man, a woman, and um, I'm, I'm assuming the mom and dad, and then an extra man, a woman, I'm assuming were the grandparents. And, <clears throat> excuse me, they were sitting on this, like, sectional, if you will. <clears throat> and the uh, grandparents were at one end. <clears throat> the parents were kind of in the middle, and the kids were to the side on the other end. And the grandparents, um, the the grandfather was holding a uh, tablet, like a, an iPad, and the grandmother was sitting close to him like she was looking at it. <clears throat> and the two parents each had a cell phone in their hand. And then the children um, each had uh, an iPad or a tablet or something in their hand, an electronic device. <clears throat> and they were all sitting on this couch together, and every single one of them had an electronic device in their hand. And I looked at that and I thought, what is wrong with this world? When that needs to be a snapshot in a magazine. That needs to be a memory frozen in time in a magazine. That. <coughs> that moment. What happened to the days of <laughs> What happened to the days where family was actually <laughs> real? <clears throat> you know, your electronic di devices 
their batteries eventually die. You can replace the device and you you could charge it up and you know do whatever or, or even get a, a new upgrade if you want to. <coughs> Electronic devices are replaceable. Your family is not. You want something frozen in time to remember? How about a memory? An actual memory <clears throat> that you might not have the time to take a picture to snap the shot on because you're having so much fun with your family member. <clears throat> or... You have one device in your hand, and it's an actual camera from a photographer, professional photographer, to capture a family <coughs> getting all dressed up, looking alike, or maybe not, making faces, whatever they're doing. Maybe somebody blinked in the middle of the photo being taken, <coughs> but an actual professional photo done of a family that are real, that can't be replaced, and it's not digital, it's real, authentic. How about Olin Mills? Are they still existent? Anybody remember Olin Mills? Oh, hey! Are those people that used to stand in um, Zares or uh, Ames or um, <coughs> Heels, uh, remember Heels department store? And they would be like solicit you to, on, on trying to get you to buy a package to, uh, to um, come sit for a family portrait or whatever. And they'd put you in that portrait where the little wine glasses or the little shadow people to the, uh, your shadow reflection to the side or whatever. <coughs> I will take those days back any day <laughs> compared to today's time. That is a generation that um, <coughs> that's the generation I'm from. You know, welcome back, Mr. Carter, Alice. With flow, kiss my grits. With Mel's Diner, Facts of Life, <coughs> Good Old Tootie, Joe Blair, um, I can't remember the other girl's name. Oh, I had it earlier. Natalie, Natalie, Mrs. Garrett, <coughs> different strokes. You know, Arnold, what you're talking about, Willis? <laughs> uh, Starsky and Hutch, Dukes of Hazard, Chips, uh, Laverne and Shirley, Happy Days, Charles in Charge. Uh, <laughs> Dallas. Uh, <laughs> Those are, those are, um, <coughs> was it good times? Um, all in the family. Um, 
Not like J JJ would die on my hip. <laughs> Why can't we go back to those times? Yeah, when, when family was real, holidays were real, people were real, <coughs> and unfortunately many of those people are being mourned and lost today because they're not here no more. Classics. Well, you know, I'm classic with a splash of vintage. So mine's got a classic with a twist. <laughs> because, in all honesty, <coughs> I did die. <coughs> I did die. Because the person that I knew before me, she does not exist anymore. And that's okay. Her and I have an understanding now. We got a lot of work left to do in this world. And you know what? <coughs> we got a lot of people to help. A lot of people to make laugh. A lot of people to share memories with. A lot of people to get on their nerves. <laughs> a lot of people to... Um, <coughs> To cherish, embrace, enjoy, and be a part of. And I can't do that. <coughs> I can't do that if I go that way. Again. And her and I understand that. Now, am I crazy? Hell yeah, I'm crazy. But I'm no crazier than anybody else. Normal? What's normal? I like to know what normal people do. Because if you say you're normal, I really like to know what you do. How are you normal? Because what is normal? Because <coughs> there's only one me. And some people might be thinking, thank God. Thank God there's only one you. And you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me there is only one me. Whether I'm classic, vintage, antique, or a newborn, <coughs> I matter. I'm priceless. And Lord willing, I'm determined to stick around. Besides, <coughs> living looks pretty good on me, if I do say so myself. <coughs> Even if I do make faces at myself in the mirror. I take my teeth out and I make faces all the time. And sometimes I make faces with my teeth in too, but still. It's funnier when I have them out. <laughs> It is funny. I do look funny with my teeth out and make faces. But hey, <coughs> it's better to laugh with me 
than to laugh at me. And I say that to myself. <clears throat> and if they want to point and laugh, that's fine. Let them point and laugh. Because if they're laughing for that one moment, then that's one moment that you probably have saved them from crying. But don't let it be to the point where <clears throat> it leaves you in sadness. If you're going to laugh and cut up and make jokes, at least make sure it's making you laugh too. Because that, if you can't laugh, then is it really funny? Don't force yourself to laugh. Don't be fake. <clears throat> Don't allow anybody to make you fake. <clears throat> so you stand up. You put yourself together. You take that breath. And then the rest, you put in God's hands. Take the leap of faith. And wing life one in a, one flap at a time. You don't have to have all the answers. <clears throat> you don't even have to know the questions. But that doesn't mean you have to cheat yourself out of what you are, have been blessed with. Your God-given right to live and actually have a life. Regardless if anybody else wants you in it or not. I do. The world is a better place with you in it. Besides. <coughs> if you really want to look at it in a deep way. Um, and I'm going to say this, because <laughs> this is my sense of humor. <coughs> if somebody doesn't appreciate you being alive, don't let them win by taking your life. Instead, you be the winner <coughs> and keep it. Piss them off. Either way, you're a winner. And I mean that with respect, please. <laughs> because um, don't give somebody the power on something that they don't have the right to control. If that makes sense. And I'm going to end my podcast here because um, <coughs> I need to go check on my mother. And uh, as Winnie the Pooh says, I get a rumbly in my tumbly. <laughs> So, <coughs> but, um, if I don't make another podcast between now and Christmas, I, uh, <coughs> I do wish everybody a happy and blessed Christmas and holiday season and a happy, um, <coughs> and a happy and blessed moment in your time, in your life. That I hope you remember. It's not about what's under the tree that matters. <coughs> it's a matter. It matters on who's around it. That's the gift, and you can't return that. 
There's no returns, no exchanges. That's real. And if you are struggling, <coughs> and I'm going to put it bluntly, okay? If you want to die and kill yourself, if you're thinking about suicide, if you're thinking about there's no other way and you don't know how else to get it to stop, you just want to, to just end and be done with it, <coughs> please listen to me. I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry that you have that emotion that is overtaking you. <clears throat> and for what it's worth, <clears throat> please get help. Please take a breath. Please try to find a way to get through it and work out your moment. <clears throat> and if you need to, reach out to me. I'll be more than happy to talk with you, listen to you, or even tell you a joke if it will make you laugh. Or I will hand you a tissue. <coughs> and just listen. If that's what it takes to not go that way. If anything, you're here to help everybody else. To not you know, let me just put it this way. so many people out there that you can help <coughs> by sharing your experiences, your feelings, talking, make your own podcast if you need to, get it out, <coughs> hell, we can even be sister stations together if you want to, and you can be a dude, I don't care, <coughs> or brother stations, or, or whatever, you can be, let me clear my throat too, I, I mean, we'll, we'll go back and forth if you want to. If that's what it takes to keep you from going that way. Because you can't survive. You can't survive. I'm living proof of that. I am definitely living proof of that. And that is one of the reasons why I made this podcast. Because <laughs> even if I can help save one person, if even just myself, 
then it's worth it. But I don't plan. <laughs> I'm not going that way. I'm not going that way. Not on purpose. <coughs> so, <coughs> feel free to join me. We can, um, I don't know. We can. Oh, you know what would be fun? <laughs> Getting people together and playing like, um, oh, what is that game show? Uh, 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 um, Family Feud. Oh, that would be so fun. I got Family Feud cards <coughs> that I bought from a store. That would be so fun to get some people together and play a game of Family Feud. They don't need to be like blood family. You know, they could be like people that are um, more your family than your relatives are. You know, I have a few. I have a lot. I mean, I have a few of those. Um, <coughs> but that would be fun. So even something like that. That's something you can do the holiday, right? Play Family Feud. Hell, family's fighting already. Might as well make fun of it. Or not fun of it. Like, make, I don't know. Don't make fun. Don't make fun. But have fun. That's what I mean. Have fun. <laughs> I don't know. My mind will catch up with me eventually, and then I'll know what I mean. <laughs> I'll be able to hopefully say it. <laughs> this, is my, this is my head, people. This is my head. And you know what? I'm pretty damn proud of my head. So, on that note, I am going to um, close out from here. And uh, once again, I do thank everybody that has taken the time out to share their time with me. Because that is one part of your life you will never be able to get back, and that is your time. And that is very precious and priceless. And I thank you for sharing it with me. And I hope everybody has a safe and blessed holiday Christmas. If I do not do another podcast, please feel free to check out my other podcast. I think actually this might be my 20th podcast, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so go me. Um, and I'm planning to hopefully maybe do um, some video um, streaming thing here soon. I know I've talked about it in a couple of my podcasts. I've got a couple of ideals. Um, <clears throat> that I just need to just, I guess, uh, bite the bullet and do. Because sometimes it's uh, a matter of insecurities and uh, self-esteem and um, being afraid of what you don't know. And honestly, I don't really know a lot about technology anymore, but I'm trying to learn and teach myself. So um, hopefully, and if anybody's got any ideals um, or knows how to do anything and want to share it with me, I am all ears. Um, feel free to shoot me a message, um, or whatever. So, um, anyway, I will let you go now, and I, um, I just want to say thank you. I am very blessed. I just want to say thank you. I am very blessed, um, to have you a part of my life. Even if I don't know who you are. So. Anyway, this is Dee. And you have been listening to my podcast. Let me clear my throat. Have a safe and blessed evening. Good night.